Chapter 1 Improving Care for People We need to improve community health and social care support for those who rely on it, including unpaid carers and those who work in it. Scotland has a growing population of older people and more of us each year are needing or seeking to access community health and social care support or are helping others who need access. These services are core to supporting the health and well-being of the population to enable everyone in Scotland to thrive. They must be a springboard, not a safety net. Developing a system that delivers consistent and fair access to services and support across the country and improves outcomes for people is a priority. Making Scottish ministers accountable for social care will help to achieve that consistency and drive forward improvement. Creating this improved system, one that works for people, will require every one of us to work together, placing the interests of the person at the centre of our decision-making. This chapter covers proposals that look to strengthen the system, put a human rights-based approach at its heart and strengthen the focus on preventative approaches across community health and social care services. 1a. Improvement There are several national organisations that advise on improvement methodology and implementation science in Scotland. But we have not been able to consistently scale up good practice across the country. This is partly due to the complex arrangements for providing and regulating community health and social care. The Independent Review of Adult Social Care recommended there should be a National Improvement Programme for Social Care. This should aim to improve people's experience of self-directed support, the safety and quality of care in care homes, and the process of commissioning and procuring social care to raise quality and enhance conditions for the workforce. We propose that improvement must be a key focus of the National Care Service for social care and social work. The establishment of a single national body with clear lines of accountability to ministers at a national level gives us the opportunity to ensure that consistent high standards of performance are developed and maintained across Scotland. That national view will also ensure that learning can be shared and implemented across the country. Intelligence gained from inspection and scrutiny of services will be used to identify where improvement is needed and themes will be fed back into commissioning and procurement. Question 1. What would be the benefits of the National Care Service taking responsibility for improvement across community health and care services? Please tick all that apply. Better coordination of work across different improvement organisations. Effective sharing of learning across Scotland. Intelligence from regulatory work fed back into a cycle of continuous improvement. 
more consistent outcomes for people accessing care and support across Scotland. Other, please explain below. A space has been left blank. Question 2. Are there any risks from the National Care Service taking responsibility for improvement across community health and care services? A space has been left blank. 1b. Access to care and support. People told the Independent Review of Adult Social Care that access to social care at the moment is too complicated and difficult. There are many different professionals and organisations to deal with and people have to tell their story over and over again. Assessment is based on eligibility criteria and many people can only access support if their needs are critical. There is also a lack of consistency across the country and if people move from one area to another they may not be able to get the same support. We want to change care and support services to focus on giving people the support they need to enable them to lead a full life. There should be more services that prioritise early intervention and prevention, which people can access in the community. There will be a single approach to support planning, making it easy for someone to move between different types of care and support as their needs change and across different areas. This will be built around a getting it right for everyone. G-I-R-F-E approach. It would make sure that everyone involved in providing community health and social care uses the same language and approach and that the person needing support and their family are at the centre of decision making. Question 3. If you or someone you know needed to access care and support, how likely would you be to use the following routes if they were available? Speaking to my GP or another health professional. Please select one of the following options. Not at all likely. Unlikely. Neither likely nor unlikely. Likely. Very likely. Speaking to someone at a voluntary sector organisation, for example, my local carer centre, befriending service, or another organisation. Please select one of the following options. Not at all likely. Unlikely. Neither likely nor unlikely. Likely. Very likely. Speaking to someone at another public sector organisation, e.g. Social Security Scotland. Please select one of the following options. Not at all likely. Unlikely. Neither likely nor unlikely. Likely. Very likely. Going along to a drop-in service in a building in my local community, for example a community centre or cafe, either with or without an appointment. Please select one of the following options. Not at all likely. Unlikely. Neither likely nor unlikely. Likely. Very likely. Through a contact centre run by my local authority, either in person or over the phone. Please select one of the following options. Not at all likely. Unlikely. 
neither likely nor unlikely, likely, very likely. Contacting my local authority by email or through their website. Please select one of the following options. Not at all likely, unlikely, neither likely nor unlikely, likely, very likely. Using a website or online form that can be used by anyone in Scotland. Please select one of the following options. Not at all likely, unlikely, neither likely nor unlikely, likely, very likely. Through a national helpline that I can contact seven days a week. Please select one of the following options. Not at all likely, unlikely, neither likely nor unlikely, likely, very likely. Other, please explain what option you would add. A space has been left blank. Question 4. How can we better coordinate care and support? Indicate order of preference. Have a lead professional to coordinate care and support for each individual. The lead professional would coordinate all the professionals involved in the adult's care and support. Have a professional as a clear single point of contact for adults accessing care and support services. The single point of contact would be responsible for communicating with the adult receiving care and support on behalf of all the professionals involved in their care, but would not have as significant a role in coordinating their care and support. Have community or voluntary sector organisations based locally which act as a single point of contact. These organisations would advocate on behalf of the adult accessing care and support and communicate with the professionals involved in their care on their behalf when needed. Question 5. How should support planning take place in the National Care Service? For each of the elements below, please select to what extent you agree or disagree with each option. A. How you tell people about your support needs. Support planning should include the opportunity for me and or my family and unpaid carers to contribute. Please select one of the following options. Strongly agree, agree, neither agree or disagree, disagree, strongly disagree. If I want to, I should be able to get support from a voluntary sector organisation or an organisation in my community to help me set out what I want as part of my support planning. Please select one of the following options. Strongly agree, agree, neither agree or disagree, disagree, strongly disagree. B. What a support plan should focus on. Decisions about the support I get should be based on the judgement of the professional working with me, taking into account my views. Please select one of the following options. Strongly agree, agree, neither agree or disagree, disagree, strongly disagree. Decisions about the support I get should be focused on the tasks I need to carry out each day to be able to take care of myself and live a full life. 
Please select one of the following options. Strongly agree, agree, neither agree or disagree, disagree, strongly disagree. Decisions about the support I get should be focused on the outcomes I want to achieve to live a full life. Please select one of the following options. Strongly agree, agree, neither agree or disagree, disagree, strongly disagree. C. Whether the support planning process should be different depending on the level of support you need. I should get a light touch conversation if I need a little bit of support or a more detailed conversation with a qualified social worker if my support needs are more complex. Please select one of the following options. Strongly agree, agree, neither agree or disagree, disagree, strongly disagree. If I need a little bit of support, a light touch conversation could be done by someone in the community, such as a support worker or someone from a voluntary sector organisation. Please select one of the following options. Strongly agree, agree, neither agree or disagree, disagree, strongly disagree. However much support I need, the conversation should be the same. Please select one of the following options. Strongly agree, agree, neither agree or disagree, disagree, strongly disagree. Light touch and or more detailed support planning should take place in another way. Please say how below. A space has been left blank. Question 6. The Getting It Right for Everyone National Practice Model would use the same language across all services and professionals to describe and assess your strengths and needs. Do you agree or disagree with this approach? Please select agree or disagree. Please say why. A space has been left blank. Question 7. The Getting It Right for Everyone national practice model would be a single planning process involving everyone who is involved with your care and support, with a single plan that involves me in agreeing the support I require. This would be supported by an integrated social care and health record so that my information moves through care and support services with me. Do you agree or disagree with this approach? Please select agree or disagree. Please say why. A space has been left blank. Question 8. Do you agree or disagree that a national practice model for adults would improve outcomes? Please select agree or disagree. Please say why. A space has been left blank. 1c. Right to breaks from caring. Breaks from caring are a vital element of support for carers, people who provide unpaid care for another person. There were 700,000 to 800,000 unpaid carers before the pandemic and potentially over 1 million during the pandemic. Caring roles vary in nature and intensity, so while all carers need to be able to take a break, they may not all need the same support to achieve that. 
breaks can vary from a few hours of care at home or the cared-for person visiting a day service to a week or more of the cared-for person staying in a residential setting or a holiday break for both parties. The Carers Act requires the need for a break from caring to be considered as part of carers' wider rights to support to meet their eligible needs. However, only around 3% of carers receive statutory support for breaks from caring. We propose to create a Right to Breaks from Caring, which will function as part of the wider social care support system. We want it to be one element of plans to create a single, outcomes-focused approach to care and support, which stretches from prevention and early intervention through to acute and specialist provision. The further details section below sets out several important factors to consider in designing this right. We have also set out three groups of options. Group A Rights to standard short break packages. This could be a flat rate for all carers, in terms of number of hours slash weeks, or in financial terms, or graded depending on the hours or intensity of the caring role. Group B. A right to personalised support whenever the need for a break from caring is identified as part of the Carer's Adult Carer Support Plan or Young Carer Statement. This would be a personalised entitlement to meet the carer's specific needs as identified in their individual plan under the Carer's Act possibly based on a new expectation that every carer is entitled to have sufficient regular breaks. Group C, hybrid approaches that would provide a smaller, flat rate entitlement which is easier to access for those in less intensive caring roles, alongside a more personalised entitlement based on identified needs for those in more intensive caring roles. Question 9. For each of the below, please choose which factor you consider is more important in establishing a right to breaks from caring. Please select one option from each line. Where you see both factors as equally important, please select No Preference. Standardised Support Packages versus Personalised Support. Please select Personalised support to meet need. Standardised levels of support. No preference. A right for all carers versus thresholds for accessing support. Please select Universal right for all carers. Right only for those who meet qualifying thresholds. No preference. Transparency and certainty versus responsiveness and flexibility. Please select certainty about entitlement, flexibility and responsiveness, no preference. Preventative support versus acute need. Please select provides preventative support, meeting acute need, no preference. Question 10. Of the three groups, which would be your preferred approach? 
please select one option. Group A, standard entitlements. Group B, personalised entitlements. Group C, hybrid approaches. Please say why a space has been left blank. 1D, using data to support care. At present, there is a wealth of data available about individuals in receipt of care and support, but it is not always easily available, including to service users and their carers, or used for maximum benefit. Data about an individual is often held in multiple different places. This makes it difficult for people providing support across health and social care to access the most relevant, up-to-date information, and for different services to provide a continuity of care across different service providers and across time. People are frustrated at having to repeat their story to different parts of the health and care system because their information is not shared. The many different ways of recording and storing information also make it difficult to understand current provision or use data to plan and improve services. We propose to create a nationally consistent, integrated and accessible electronic social care and health record that, with appropriate permissions and consent in place, can be used and seen by all those who provide health and care support and by the individual themselves. To achieve this, we will look to introduce legislation to require all primary and community health care and social care services to provide data to the NCS using common data standards and definitions. Services will also be required to provide data to support local and national decision-making. Question 11. To what extent do you agree or disagree with the following statements? There should be a nationally consistent, integrated and accessible electronic social care and health record. Please select one of the following options. Strongly agree, agree, neither agree or disagree, disagree, strongly disagree. Information about your health and care needs should be shared across the services that support you. Please select one of the following options. Strongly agree, agree, neither agree or disagree, disagree, strongly disagree. Question 12. Should legislation be used to require all care services and other relevant parties to provide data as specified by a national care service and include the requirement to meet common data standards and definitions for that data collection? Please select yes or no. Please say why. A space has been left blank. Question 13. Are there alternative approaches that would address current gaps in social care data and information and ensure a consistent approach for the flow of data and information across the National Care Service? A space has been left blank. 1e. Complaints and putting things right. It is important that, where things do not go well within and across social care services, people know how to complain 
and that there are effective systems to make sure things are resolved effectively. We know that people find the present systems for making complaints not clear, and they are not always aware of the advocacy services that are available. Systems for handling complaints are not consistent across different areas. In addition, complaints do not always feed back into improving services. There is also not effective information about people's experience of social care support to direct where improvements should be made. We propose that there should be a single national point of access for information on making a complaint or giving feedback about social care, and there should be similar processes for all local bodies. We will consider developing a charter for rights and responsibilities, and whether it is appropriate to appoint a commissioner for social care to champion the rights of those who receive care and support, their families and carers. We would have to consider how this would fit with the responsibilities of other commissioners. We also propose that feedback and complaints should be used with other data to understand the quality and safety of services, address any issues and influence improvement. Care providers will be required to demonstrate they have taken feedback and complaints on board when they are inspected, and we will carry out a review of how to understand people's experience of social care. Question 14. What elements would be most important in a new system for complaints about social care services? Please select three options. Charter of Rights and Responsibilities so people know what they can expect. Single point of access for feedback and complaints about all parts of the system. Clear information about advocacy services and the right to a voice. Consistent model for handling complaints for all bodies. Addressing complaints initially with the body the complaint is about. Clear information about next steps if a complainant is not happy with the initial response. Other, please explain. A space has been left blank. Question 15. Should a model of complaints handling be underpinned by a commissioner for community health and care? Please select yes or no. Please say why. A space has been left blank. Question 16. Should a national care service use a measure of experience of those receiving care and support, their families and carers, as a key outcome measure? Please select yes or no. Please say why. A space has been left blank. 1F. Residential care charges. Currently, when someone requires or chooses to have residential care, the local authority will carry out a financial assessment to determine how much they are expected to contribute towards their care home costs. Those who are required to pay their costs in full are referred to as self-funders. For those who are not required to pay, the care home costs may be paid by the local authority under the National Care Home Contract. 
The National Care Home contract covers both accommodation costs and free personal and nursing care. For self-funders, the local authority pays the care home provider an amount towards free personal and nursing care. However, in recent years, this payment has not kept pace with the costs and some care homes may have increased their charges to self-funders to cover the additional cost. We are considering potential options such as increasing the sums paid by local authorities for free personal and nursing care for self-funded care home residents or whether to take an alternative approach such as revising means testing to assist in ensuring self-funding residents are treated fairly in their financial assessment. Question 17. Most people have to pay for the costs of where they live, such as mortgage payments or rent, property maintenance, food and utility bills. To ensure fairness between those who live in residential care and those who do not, should self-funding care home residents have to contribute towards accommodation-based costs, such as Please tick all that apply Rent Maintenance Furnishings Utilities Food costs Food preparation Equipment leisure and entertainment, transport, laundry, cleaning, other, what would that be? A space has been left blank. Question 18. Free personal and nursing care payment for self-funders are paid directly to the care provider on their behalf. What would be the impact of increasing personal and nursing care payments to national care home contract rates on self-funders? A space has been left blank. Care home operators. A space has been left blank. Local authorities. A space has been left blank. Other. A space has been left blank. Question 19. Should we consider revising the current means testing arrangements? Please select yes or no. If yes, what potential alternatives or changes should be considered? A space has been left blank.